0: You are now tuned in to Sir Angst The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. Now, this podcast is only catered to those that are 18 and above and may not be suitable for workers. We like to say NSF. But remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink cares folk out there. My name is Sir Ink. And on this podcast... Let's discuss meet and greets, boys to men, girls to ladies. What do I mean by all this? There are certain ways that we have to move as men. In my opinion, for example, uh, it's the way we engage women. Uh, it's the way. We conduct ourselves when we're with women, and there's a certain thing that we must have right within ourselves before we can demand that from someone else. So I, as a man, I like a very feminine woman, but I like a woman that likes to be to my side, be to my, be to my, be to my back and what do I mean by that? She's on my side, but when we walking through doors, I'm opening up the doors for her. You know, if we're walking somewhere and it's crowded, she may need to step to my back. You know, as we're walking through some places, there's just certain behaviors that. You know, you can develop. As expectations as again, like walking on the outside when you're on the curb, right? Uh, opening up doors, you know. So I had certain protocols where like a submissive woman that's with me can never touch doors. You know, she has to wait for me to open up doors. And it's just things that remind you of how to be a gentleman. You know, it keeps you in that gentleman mode. You know, that's part of the serving as a dominant that we do. You know, and every dominant has his own pet peeves. Mine would be opening doors. You know, um, it would be uh, expecting a certain amount of service from my submissive. You know, um, you know, as far as after I take a shower, I want to be moisturized by her, you know, all that. I want her to kneel every day. Um, so there's certain expectations, but I have to be the kind of man that's worthy of that. And so I have to work I have to work on my qualities. And a lot of a man's qualities deals with building their value up. And I know we've heard that thrown around so much. Men have to make their value. And yes, that, that is true. And this goes beyond what the averages being able to have a spot you know, food and refrigerator lights on water running. I mean, that's really good. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking that. That's a lot of people's uh, base premise of living, you know? So I'm never, I'm never downing that at all. But what I am saying is there's a certain level of, of, for men that you have to work your way into certain things. So you have to work your way into, that prime position to be able to make the max amount of money that you can so you can afford to do the things that you want to do to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. You may have to work maybe more than one job. you may have to work two jobs. Some people take different risk you know but it's all to get yourself to a certain level and then once you reach certain levels you never want to go back right So not only do you have to work to get yourself to that level, but you have to work to maintain that level that you're beyond. And so a man has to build himself up because as a man, you want to have certain things in place that a woman that you bring into your life will feel comfortable with. A submissive woman will feel comfortable with trusting you that you have enough scruples in your damn head that you wouldn't risk your whole livelihood, your whole life, everything that you built on a bad moment. You're not going to do something foolish to uh, ruin your whole life, whether it be with them or whether it be in general. It's the, it's the able to be able to trust that you're a man that's making solid decisions outside of an act of God or some crazy stuff out in the street that's something that happen to you. So as a man, uh, men have to build that value up, which means I have to have certain things in place. Had have to have a house, or I had to have a spot. I got. I had to have a car. I had to have enough money to, to, to travel to get around. And I mean, and this is just how I am. So that doesn't mean this is how you are. I'm not imposing that on anyone else. But I like to travel. That's my thing. So I work, I grind, and I make certain ways to travel a certain time, You know, a few times a year you know, a lot of times it's intercontinentally, then maybe once or twice it's internationally. But there comes a sacrifice with that. There comes a lot of discipline that goes into that. So I can't be one that's out here with what they call guys tricking or being marks or being uh, beta male providers that's blowing a bunch of money on women and romancing and not being able to you know, do the things that I want to do. So, for example, like, if if you're, like, guys that, guys that I've learned from, like, they're the kind of guys that if they meet a woman that they've never met before, they would supply her with a room, airfare, everything would be on them. And so this is what I've seen coming up. These are the guys that have, you know, trained me to be a man. And so... You just have to be able to put your, you know, put yourself and other people in situations where no one loses. You, If you're meeting someone for the first time, you don't really know how they are. You don't know how you're going to be, right? You don't know if y'all are going to mesh. So it's kind of a wing and a the prayer. There's nothing worse than being in a situation with someone for a couple of days and you really don't get along. You feel that? So it's best that if you're a man and you're setting something up, in a different place or even in your own city or town it's best to put them in their own place that way there's no pressure there's no pressure on them to feel like they have to do something that they may not be in the mood to do or your personalities don't mix like it did online and so now you're in this awkward space and it's uncomfortable to talk about it sometimes all that kind of stuff so this way everybody's happy they know they can show up it's not this whole I'll pay for this or hold this stuff. No, 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 no. I'm gonna take care of your arrangements. Make sure that you have them sent to your email. So, what if something even happens to me or whatever the case may be? You know, you got a a couple days here or whatever already paid for. All you gotta do is get yourself back to the airport, home, and you good. I think that's fair. I think that's the right way to do things. Not everybody can afford to do that. Now, if you're more comfortable with who you're talking to and who you're going to meet for the first time, then great. You know, but a lot of this stuff is happening like lightning quick. <laughs> like I had a friend of mine. She was like, look, I'm going to New York and it's Tuesday. So I, go, I get on this date and that and I'm trying to set something up for Friday night. And everybody on the app is like, damn, you look good. We're, are we going to get together tonight? What about tonight? And she's like, nah, like I'm coming in Friday. And they like, yeah, nah, hit me up on Friday. I might be available, might not. But I say all that to say is that we live in a different time. And I tell people that the dating game has changed. A lot of the dating game has changed to taking your time to plan some things out. To like, what's up right now? And this is where people are like, what's up right now? Forget next week or next month we can get together. What's up? Right now. Now, a lot of us, right, if you're probably above 40, like to plan some things out. That's the era we're from. But if you're probably in your early 30s, definitely your 20s, they're down to meet up right now. Like, I don't know about Friday, but right now I'm available. And so there was a getting to know process. Or if we're going to meet right now, let's meet right now in public somewhere to have a drink, to have a conversation. Some of these apps are straight up just you know hookup apps. you know they're just having sex. So it's like there's no even planning into some of this stuff. you know like, it's like you want to meet right now, and have sex. So a lot of this stuff is yes, you would say, well, not everybody thinks like that, not everybody does that. no, but you have to understand what the mainstream is doing because that is the influence that influences dating behaviors across the board. So if you're an older guy dating a younger woman, right? If you're in your 40s or your 50s dating someone in their, early tw- in, their, in their 20s or early 30s, you have to understand that the way you move is slower or more methodical than how they may move, right? Where you're on your, let's take our, our time to maybe get to know each other, see, your, see me, and da, da, da. Some people are like, uh, ah, that ain't fast enough. It's almost like speed dating, for real. And so you have to understand, that, you know, what field you're in and how that field is moving. So this field is moving fast. And let me be clear. I don't see this in a way of, like, okay, you're older, they are younger, and there's no way to bridge that gap. I absolutely think there's a way to bridge that gap. But it comes with both sides understanding how the other side is moving. And actually, it's up to the person that's more, that has more years, that's older, that's more mature to understand how the younger people are moving and having patience with that and making the younger people understand the value in the way you're moving. Because yes, you can go, you know, you can do this quick, faster. But next thing you know, you've gone through You have gone through a bunch of people and not really gotten any value out of it. At least some situations you can have with people and the relationships necessarily don't be that great as far as a love relationship, but you might have had some good bonding with that person and there's something about that situation may help you grow. And so we need to you know just bridge those gaps but understanding that dating has changed and for ladies my advice would be sometimes you know i know you want to help this guy get from where he is to where you think he can be his potential and maybe he has some cracks in his um in his Frame his emotional frame that you feel like if you can love him up, you can pour into him and that'll help fill those cracks and then, you know, you guys can have a really good relationship. I know. I know you feel like you can fix him, you can save him or you can help him progress and yes, you possibly can but it's how you go about doing it. You can't take care of a man In a way that makes him. It's not cutting his balls off. Because his balls is really. Some of these dudes balls are already cut off. So it's not really cutting his balls off. But it's just like. Men can be lazy. And if a woman is going to do everything. A man. Will be lazier. And so you can't allow the man to be lazy. So you can help him. But how do you motivate him. To get to there. Instead of helping. Instead of. Putting him there, he needs to work to something. So help him work to it, don't give it to him. When you give it to him, you make him lazy. And really, people don't respect things that you just give to them. They respect things that they work hard for more. They are less willing to throw away things that they had to work for than they are things that are given to them. So if you give yourself, if you give all your resources, if you give, 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 without understanding that you are killing that man's drive or you are um, adding to his lack of drive. See, you think that helping him get to this other level or putting him on this other level is going to jumpstart him. But if he's struggling where he at, how is putting him up somewhere going to help unless it's absolutely by his plan And you help fuel the plan. But if you don't have a plan and you make the plan and you put him up on that level, you did nothing for that man. You put him in a better position and then you'll watch him fall out of it and be mad at him for it. A man does not need saving. A man has to figure it out. If you don't have a man that you can look to for answers, eventually it will all fall apart. Because if you really can't trust him and it has nothing to do if he's fucking somebody else. Because a lot of times we talk about trust is like, is he cheating? Is he fucking somebody else? Forget all that. Trust is, if the heat roll down the hill, how's he going to act if a fight break out? How's he going to act if if I hit some financial hardship? How's he going to act if someone in our family's pass? Is he going to fall apart? Is he going to stand up? Is he going to be strong? Is he going to be someone that other people can look to for solidarity, for friendship, for compassion. Or is he going to be a dick and run from the responsibility, run from being a man, run from being the one that people should come to for answers? You have to understand what you're dealing with, ladies. And I'm not knocking y'all for wanting to love born a man that has potential, but you feel like he, you know, you see it, but he don't or he's trying to get there. But you gotta let him get. You gotta let him find the answers and get to himself. If not, you just build. You might be building him up for someone else, or you might be building him up just to watch him fall off, and you'll be disappointed. And then you look around like, man, I wasted a lot of time. So I'm trying to help you not do that. So what do you guys think? Please leave me some feedback. You guys know where to find me, sir i n q, on everything, Instagram, Facebook and youtube thank you for listening and until next time peace